The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us, and soon the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. It's October 2nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Former President Donald Trump is set to make a rare appearance in a New York court for a civil trial initiated by New York Attorney General Letitia James following a years-long investigation accusing him and his company of consistently inflating asset values on financial statements. The trial, presided over by Judge Arthur Engeron, already saw a ruling in favor of James, stating that Trump committed fraud in his business dealings. Trump, accompanied by key figures from his circle, faces high stakes, including potential penalties of $250 million and a ban on doing business in New York. Engeron's previous ruling may also lead to the loss of some of Trump's valuable New York properties. Trump has vehemently Trump has vehemently denied wrongdoing, and the trial is expected to last until December. President Joe Biden has assured continued U.S. support for Ukraine, despite the exclusion of $6 billion in military funding from a temporary congressional budget deal aimed at avoiding a government shutdown. The omission of military aid has been met with opposition from hardline Republicans who disagree with Biden's approach to the conflict. However, President Biden emphasized that Ukraine can count on U.S. support and expressed determination to restore the funding. The U.S. has already provided significant military aid to Ukraine, and Biden has requested an additional $24 billion. While the temporary budget agreement leaves military funding in limbo, Senate leaders from both parties intend to ensure ongoing support for Ukraine, despite growing opposition from some Republicans. Western fatigue with the conflict and concerns about Ukraine's future have emerged as significant issues. California Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen LaFonza Butler, a Democratic strategist and advisor to Kamala Harris's presidential campaign, to fill the vacant U.S. Senate seat previously held by Dianne Feinstein, who passed away at the age of 90. This decision fulfills Newsom's promise to appoint a black woman if Feinstein's seat became vacant, though he faced pressure to select Barbara Lee, a prominent black congresswoman already running for the seat. Butler, who leads Emily's List, a political organization supporting Democratic female candidates who favor abortion rights, will become the only black woman serving in the U.S. Senate and the first openly LGBTQ plus person to represent California in the chamber. 
Her appointment will give Democrats greater flexibility in the Senate, where they currently hold a narrow majority, and she could be sworn in as early as Tuesday. However, several prominent Democrats, including Katie Porter and Adam Schiff, are competing for the Senate seat in the 2024 election. In other news, the EU's foreign affairs minister, along with Chief Diplomat Josep Borrell, held a special session in Ukraine, marking a significant gesture of solidarity and support for Ukraine's EU aspirations. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba expressed optimism about opening a session talks by the end of the year, emphasizing Ukraine's progress toward EU membership. The discussions focused on crucial issues, including replenishing the European peace facility, which provides military support to Ukraine. Hungary's blockade of funds had been resolved through negotiations regarding a Hungarian bank's involvement in Ukraine's list of war sponsors. Additionally, Ukraine sought EU support for ammunition production and called for increased sanctions against Russia to reduce its weapons production capacity. A report obtained by Politico reveals plans to reform Ukrainian institutions and emphasizes that Western support may depend on combating corruption. While these conditions do not apply to military aid, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has recently taken action against alleged corruption by firing top defense officials. The Integrated Country Strategy, a State Department product, outlines goals and milestones for U.S. engagement in Ukraine, but remains uncertain whether it has been shared with the Ukrainian government. Former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine William Taylor suggests that ordinary Ukrainians may welcome the strategy due to their frustration with corruption. The document also highlights American objectives, including providing equipment and training for Ukraine's armed forces and promoting reforms to reduce corruption. Although Ukraine's NATO membership remains distant, the strategy aims to align Ukraine's military with NATO standards, including establishing a professionalized junior officer and non-commissioned officer corps. Taiwan prosecutors have launched an investigation into allegations of interference and leaked information regarding the island's submarine program, which could pose a significant security breach. Taiwan recently unveiled its first domestically developed submarine, aimed at bolstering defense against the Chinese Navy, though it won't be operational for two years. Huang Shuquang, the program leader, accused unnamed lawmakers of hindering equipment procurement and suggested that a contractor had leaked information to China. The Taiwan Supreme Prosecutor's Office is treating the matter with great concern due to its implications for national security and defense, and they have initiated an investigation to safeguard these interests. The submarine program is a crucial part of Taiwan's efforts to modernize its military amid ongoing tensions with China. In lighter news, a Pennsylvania man named Joey Henney, who had his alligator named Wally licensed as an emotional support animal during his chemotherapy treatments, was unable to attend a Philadelphia Phillies baseball game when stadium security refused entry to Wally. Henney and Wally had been invited by the Phillies to meet the team but they arrived too late for the scheduled event. They bought tickets, assuming it would be okay to bring Wally, but security allowed only service animals like dogs and horses, not emotional support animals. Henny, although disappointed, 
respected the stadium's rules, and hoped to arrange another meeting with the team in the future. Henny described Wally as an unusually mild-tempered alligator, and the stadium's rules only permitted certified dogs or service dogs in training for guests with special needs. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.